Hello and welcome to this week's Threat Intelligence Podcast edition 182. My name is Natalie Page, a Cyber Threat Intelligence Analyst here at Talion. And in InfoSec news this week, Twitter discloses a breach affecting 5.4 million accounts that could enable smishing, phishing and SIM swapping attempts. A nation state cyber attack on NHS's 111 service points to speculation towards a Russia retaliation attack. And Kilner announces its operations shall turn lethal. First up this week, Twitter has announced a cyber attack that compromised some of its users' personal information, including phone numbers and email addresses. On January 2022, they received a report via their bug bounty program of a vulnerability in their systems. The vulnerability allowed someone to submit an email address or phone number to Twitter's system. Twitter's system would then tell the person what Twitter account the submitted email address or phone number was associated with. This bug resulted from an update to Twitter's code in June 2021. Twitter stated when they learned about this, they immediately investigated and fixed it. And at the time, they had no evidence to suggest someone had taken advantage of the vulnerability. But this week, it was found that a threat actor had exploited the vulnerability to collect personal information before Twitter applied the patch. And now the data is being offered for sale. Reports suggest that some 5.4 million accounts were scraped for personal data before the vulnerability was fixed. Two weeks ago, a hacker on Breach 4 forums offered email addresses and phone numbers connected to the compromised accounts, which they stated ranged from celebrities, companies, randoms, gangsters, and more. On Twitter's own blog regarding the breach, they have mentioned how the compromise is especially worrying for users who want to remain anonymous on the platform. It's a bit late now, but Twitter recommends anyone trying to stay anonymous should not type publicly known phone numbers or emails to their Twitter account. According to researchers, the attackers have sold the data on twice so far, and is currently available for nothing less than 30k. It's speculated that the data shall likely also be released for free in the future. Twitter is in the process of notifying affected users and has stated that no passwords were compromised during the incident. While Twitter mentions its concerns regarding anonymous accounts, we're much more concerned about the availability of personal phone numbers and email addresses. Smishing, phishing and SIM swapping attempts become an attractive method for adversary, especially for those positioned lucratively within an organisation. If you are contacted regarding this breach, please be aware of the methods attackers use to target phone numbers and email addresses and how to avoid falling victim to these methods. Next up this week, a cyber attack against a third-party provider has disrupted the NHS's 111 online services, seeing staff have to resort back to pens and paper. The attack, which was detected last Thursday, has seen disruptions spill over into this week with crucial systems shut down by what has been suspected as a nation-state attack. The target of the attack was the Adasta system used to refer patients for care, including ambulance services, out-of-hours appointments and emergency prescriptions. It's been reported that the government are organising a coordinated resilience response, meaning recovery would overspill into this week. The third party targeted in the attack was Advanced, a firm which supplies software to 85% of the NHS 111 services. More than a 1,000 care homes and mental health services have also been affected as a result of the attack. Security services are undergoing an investigation into the origin of the attack and cases in need of ambulance are being prioritised by 111. While an origin has not been publicly attributed yet, many have begun to speculate that the Russian government is likely responsible. In recent months, we've seen a number of countries in Europe fall victim to attacks 
from Russia in retaliation to the sanctions imposed since the conflict began and the support given to Ukraine. Government and critical organisations such as the NHS have been subjected to a number of DDoS attacks deployed by Russia. One gang in particular named Kilnet, a hacktivist group believed to be working for the Russian government, has largely been responsible for these attacks. So far, the group has launched a number of nuisance-level DDoSing against websites in Germany, Italy, Romania, Norway, Lithuania, Poland and the United States, with the UK being mentioned on the group's hit list of countries. A representative from the group has given interviews that have been posted on YouTube or broadcast on Russian-owned news networks, which have largely served as recruitment adverts. Just last week, it was announced that Killnet's founder was quitting the group after an up-and-coming hack-and-leak operation against defence company Lockheed Martin. It was reported that Killnet members have started a new Killmilk Telegram channel to distance members from attacks that draw international attention. A newly appointed leader named Darkside shall take over the Killnet channel, who is skilled in ransomware phishing and theft from European cryptocurrency exchanges. The combination of the name Blackside and mention of ransomware skills has left many speculating the new leader is an affiliate of the Dark Matter ransomware gang, the gang attributed to the colonial pipeline attack. But in an interview this week, it seems the group shall continue to work together rather than separately as Killmilk's leader has stated his plans to punish the West for its support of Ukraine, specifically for its provisions of Himar's rocket artillery, stating that in Russia he shall become a hero and that soon Killmilk and Killnet shall launch powerful attacks on Europe and America, which shall indirectly lead to casualties, again specifically mentioning Lockheed Martin as a target. Lockheed Martin began supplying the Himar's rockets to Ukraine on the 1st of August this year and have responded to the threats on Monday by stating we remain confident in the integrity of our robust multi-layer information systems and data security. Killmilk's interview came on the heels of a report of a failed assassination plot against Ukraine's defence minister and defence intelligence head, allegedly at the hands of Russia's military intelligence agency, the GRU. Would-be assassins would have made between $100,000 to $150,000 per kill, according to a new report released on Monday by the security service of Ukraine. When asked by the interviewer if Kilnet had direct ties to the Russian military, Kilmilk denied the notion, saying that there are no people in uniform in our rank. Kilmilk would not say how many hackers are part of the cause, though he had said the users remain active and that each hacker makes a feasible contribution, which brings us closer to our common victory over the enemy and the defence of the motherland. He added that to his knowledge, only pro-Russian hackers compromise Kilnet. So far, none of these threats regarding Kilnet's radical new form of cyber attacks have materialised. That is everything from Talion's Threat Intelligence team this week. If you have any questions on any of the topics covered, we're always happy to help and can be reached by the Talion website at talion.net or via our LinkedIn account and Twitter account. Thank you very much for listening.